This episode is focused on Tuikio Tereo Māori, which as you can imagine is quite a lengthy topic. So what we've done is we've split this up into two parts. So you're listening to part one right now. Just be aware that there is a second part on another episode. If you hear this sound, it means we've moved on to the next article. If you hear this sound, it means that one of the episode's triggers are incoming. It's 1987. The Prime Minister right now is David Longy, with the Deputy Prime Minister being Sir Geoffrey Palmer. The first World Cup was just held for rugby, kind of cementing rugby as a professional sport. The All Blacks won it, of course. And also in this year, the lotto was also drawn for the first time. And in 1987, Black Monday occurred, which funnily enough is called Black Tuesday in Australia and New Zealand because of the time difference. But Wall Street crashed. But one of the most important parts in 1987, which some people call too late, Tereo Māori was officially a language in New Zealand in July. That's right, the Māori Language Act made Tereo Māori an official language in New Zealand. And the fact that the first World Cup for rugby was held in 1987 was called a little bit too late by some people who were critics. In the same light, Tereo Māori was brought in a little bit too late as an official language of New Zealand. Welcome to 1987. This week on Unpack, we'll take a look at Tereo Māori. And without further ado, let's unpack. How are you doing this week, Tabby? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's yeah, a beautiful were, set. Actually, nah, it's kind of... It's got, nah, because you see, we recorded recently. You did that same thing where it's like, let's go straight into the episode. But then you actually asked how I was, so I'm prepared. Yeah, I'm is, prepared for everything, man. It is a nice day outside. No, it's not, bro. It's overcast. Wow. I was about to say that's overcast. Don't paint it as it's not, bro. You know what? You're right. I mean, hey, thanks for fact-checking me. Hey, it's all good. That's what I'm here for, babe. <laughs> So, throughout this episode, we're going to focus on uh, a lot of different events from a lot of different years. Yeah. Uh, Tewikio Te Reo Māori is, uh, for those who do not know, a week um, where Te Reo Māori as a language is not just emphasized, uh, but sort of trying to be more normalized into communication. So, you see a lot of big companies do... Um, sort of changed their websites in Te Reo Māori. A lot of the telecommunications company changed it from New Zealand to Aotearoa on the top left, which wasn't received well by, by I think, someone called Sally on the internet. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. and all the telecommunications companies went in. It's so I, good. I think it wasn't it just, yeah, someone, I can't remember who was it. I don't want to say names, but yeah, yeah it was, it was saying, wild. This is New Zealand. And then this they were like, I'm going to change companies. And the other companies were like, well, 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 kia ora. Imagine, imagine getting mad that someone else is speaking a different <laughs> language. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Well, without further ado, let's let's pop onto the first article from July thirty first, two thousand and fifteen, uh, from Stuff. Uh, the article has ten k likes. Ooh, yeah, that's popping. That's, that's popping. That is a popping, popping article. Shout out Stuff. And the headline is: Learning today needs to be compulsory in primary schools. Educator says, uh, and the tagline is: Should today Maori be compulsory in New Zealand primary schools? Which, hey, I gotta hand it to Stuff. Headline and tagline, nice. 
Nice and no clickbait. We're no just clickbait. Going straight to the chase. Very connected. Exactly. What do y'all think? Here's the question. And that's a question that's been, I think, around since 1987. Absolutely. I mean, it was literally asked at the political debate a couple of weeks ago to Jacinda and Judith. Yeah. Like, this has been a, a very big debating topic for the last three decades. Like, it's probably time we found some answers. Yeah, let's look at some answers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to deliver them. But nah, I was, I was like, are we really about to give them the answers to the questions? Yeah, I mean, we, we know what we believe, but... Yeah, exactly. Uh, to give you a little bit more background on the article, it's actually uh, written on an early childhood educator named Hannah Corbett. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And how she's incorporating Te Maori into her teaching, you know, starting the language from an early age. Beautiful, beautiful. You gotta you got love it. First question we're going to look at is from Angela. Angela says... Absolutely, yes. Tereo should be treasured. There are many benefits of making it compulsory in schools. Completely agree. I mean, so she's so right. Uh, just a few benefits. It's literally in the national identity. Mm. It gives us something. I mean, it's one of our official languages. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, can you... I mean, not to ask you over, over air, but like, would you feel comfortable in, you know, just saying kia ora over yeah. the phone or like saying a few like phrases and stuff because i know i know i'm from kaitai so i definitely am more privileged in this sense mm. now at school growing up it wasn't really a big part of our education our experience but i think since coming back to wellington and kind of learning a bit not only about the language but about the culture surrounding it i think that's where the beauty comes because when you learn a bit about a language you learn about the entire culture surrounding it exactly exactly and, and you get into like maori mythology and like Absolutely. like maui and this like come on like you gotta you gotta love those things so so definitely a part of our national identity um and angela's right you know it should be treasured um i, I remember we, we talked about this a few weeks ago when we were researching this isn't there something about like learning a language from an early age yeah or? it really it opens up a different part of your brain and it's a lot easier to actually learn a language when you're a child so once you learn one another language you can learn another one and another one and as when you're a child it's the best time to learn so child or children are superhuman next comment is from samuel Samuel says, primary schools need to teach kids how to read, write, and do maths properly before they start thinking about teaching today. Is there a cap on like what you can learn? I don't know. As if primary schools aren't already teaching kids how to read, write, That's and crazy. do maths. That's like, crazy. Like you reckon they got time for nothing else? Not bad. Isn't what that what they do? 20. <sighs> also, Tadeo has its own literacy and numeracy system. Mm. Like, it does, it does. Like, what do you... I don't know what Sam's... Yes, I don't really, know what Sam's up to. Sam's really in there. But just to run the numbers, um, as, as you know, we did. Um, did you know there's actually no peer-reviewed census uh, stats for literacy? So we can't actually determine how well we're doing as a country for literacy and numeracy. I tried to find it, and I found... What did you, what did you find? I found this one, like, census. I think it was from, like, 2005. How are we doing? And 99%. Which is no, gotta that's be not, false. That's not. That's that's not it. That's Which not has it. gotta be false. I'm not sure about that one, chief. Like, need to, let's run those numbers again. Let's let's I'm, run it back. I'm not trying to like dumb it down or anything. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that New Zealand are like not great at this, but like, come on. Yeah, that and it's sick. it's funny you're talking about this because a couple of weeks ago at the debate, somebody asked Jacinda about getting today in schools. Yeah, and she actually raised a good point that to get today in schools, they'll need to teach teachers how to speak today and the different tools and systems around that. And I was like, that's actually a very good point because Damn. I think people's view of getting it in schools is very short term that, oh, you can do it straight away versus 
who's going to teach them. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't prioritize it, but it's probably more of a long-term goal than it is next year, next couple years type thing. Oh, yeah. I've actually never thought about that. I didn't think about it until I saw it on the debate, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. We can't just get this in 2021? I that's get, wild. It's not really a flip-the-switch type thing. I nah, get that. No, it's not. Now. It's okay. not. they got to develop a curriculum. They got, And these are all things we should do and should have been doing for a long period of time. I'm definitely not saying that. It's just we need to maybe change our view of how long it may take. Yeah, exactly. This may be like a, a, a gradual shift. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, I guess it starts here with the, the childhood teacher that we're talking about right now. 100%. Hannah Corbett. Like, yeah, start from here. Um, at least Hannah's, you know, very privileged in knowing the Te Reo Māori language and knows it enough to teach it. Mm. That's fantastic. So, paki paki to Hannah. Not, not this comment. <laughs> Next comment is from Richard. Richard says, No thanks. No point in flogging a dead horse. Bruh. I've hardly heard anyone speak fluent Maori apart from Maori news on TV1 at 4pm while waiting for the case. Most of my Maori mates only know the basic words you hear and need to know in day-to-day life, which is enough to humor the language. Can we get a... <laughs> May I also just add that this is the first full stop. Um... <laughs> Bro, I thought you said, now you lying, there's a full stop after dead horse. Yeah, but that's not even a real sentence. (laughs) It should be strictly an option, the same with religious learning. If I had slash when I have kids, I'd much rather they concentrate on a study more needed in day-to-day life, regardless of what anyone is saying. And call me all the names under the sun, Maori language is not one of those needed. There's a lot to digest. A lot to digest. The, the whole Richard. dead horse thing is kind of wild. Yeah, what are they? It's not a dead horse. It's a language. <laughs> like usually, people are like don't flog a dead horse of like an idea. Yeah, but this is an entire nah, language that also has a week dedicated to it. Yeah, since like forever. Like come yeah, on, yeah, Richard. I don't know you. I don't about. know what you're talking about, Richard. Um, also, I know you love the stat stuff. This is kind of. I want to break down this comment a lot, but this oh, is go. slightly confirmation bias. Because he's like most of my Maori mates. Yeah, when, when you start a sentence with, well, most of my friends, it's like, nah. Well, I'm not, a- if we're trying to have a proper discussion or argument, I'm not, like, leaning into that as valid evidence. That doesn't tell us anything. No. You know, because you may have three Maori mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that doesn't, that doesn't tell us anything. That you talk to like, like once a month. And maybe they're not even comfortable talking to you. Because they see you on social media stating this. Oh, look at what Richard bro. was commenting again. Bro. Oh, Richard, man. I'd be trying to get him with the crew, but he just can't, <laughs> I can't invite him this time. Which is probably why he's always watching the, the case. The case? Maybe talking the, about the chase as well. I hope I'll know. I'll chase. know. Maybe the case is a good show, but the chase is like a decent show. So. I, gotta, I actually have to check if the case cases are for sure yeah i don't know about that one. Oh, the case is a british television series oh all right all right richard okay, that's cool. on us richard we we take l's and we deserve them we'll take that out damn i didn't actually understand that but um <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't hear anybody speak it except for our maori news on tv one at 4 p.m which i think is just a that tells us a lot about richard yeah you, okay i don't want to get weird here but you, like you ever see like one of these big comments and like i've unlocked so much about your life that you've just kind of just slipped <laughs> in this comment like you didn't even know but the fact that you're at home at 4 p.m watching tv one tells me about your occupation yeah yeah and it also tells me where you're living that you turn to maori news at 4 p.m mm, absolutely when people come as you said 
when you see a paragraph coming, you're like, I'm going to dissect I'm your a, life. I'm like, what is this. going on? Yeah. Also, Richard doesn't have any kids because he said, if I had slash when yeah. I have. Also kind of implies that he's not really planning to anytime soon. So I'm guessing Richard doesn't have a partner. Bro, okay. You need to you need chill. You need to chill. I have pages of notes. On <laughs> I can keep going. Bro, please don't. Let Richard live. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so his argument is... That only basic is needed, and Maori isn't one of those like you know needed. Like what what's a necessary language to Richard, you know? Because he, he's he's talking about when I have kids, I'd much I'd much rather them learn a necessary language. Mm. So I looked up what would be a a necessary language, right? Um, and it's really defined as a, a language which is able to be used for a a practical purpose, right? So. so- a conversation? Like no, a, I'm, I'm wild. You're right. No, no, no. A I'm conversation right. would, you know, practical, suffice. Kind yeah, of? maybe practical. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially for maybe business purposes, mm. um, uh, spiritual, religious purposes. Um, languages that are not useful, for example. Do you mean not necessary? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, you Thank go. you for that. Um, you. Languages that are not necessary are, for example, Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and and Elvish. Uh, I don't even know Elvish. I think that is from Lord of the Rings oh, or Skyrim. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Klingon is from Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, so these are languages that are built off of fandom, and you know, people watching them and being like, okay, this is this is what the Klingon people are saying. Let's match these words and sentence structures and all of that. I wonder whether a language like Latin, how that would fit in that definition because i mean we talked about it a while ago how our school crests have a latin phrase on them i mean mine is and i'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation but no one else probably speaks latin so can't fact check me uh lumen occupate et imperti receive the light and pass it on that's a long one as well yeah it is does that make it necessary that it's on a lot of school crests i don't know my old one was labor omnia vincit do you know um, what that means? Uh, it means... Bro, why are you Googling? Why are you swimming? Uh, why are you swimming, uh, bro? You don't have that off top? Uh, ma'am, can I have a few more minutes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it actually it actually means steady work overcame all things, or work conquers all. Oh, I like that. That's nice. We didn't know that, though. <laughs> I, I wish they had told us that. Instead <laughs> At of, school, it might have been helpful. Instead yeah. of in Latin. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know if Latin would really but anyway this is beside the point yeah right they're saying an episode on latin the usefulness of latin oh man now i want to read about Latin. (laughs) next episode (laughs) latin next comment is from henward and and please buckle in your seatbelts for this one there's another Um, you're going back to back long comments yeah Hi, bro. I'm gonna get cozy. I mean did you see the article that we read out of course it's gonna be paragraph comments you're right you're right you're right henward says no Useless language with no practical use. Most Māori don't speak it. Not being flippant or dismissive, but it's a language that even most of its own people don't choose to learn. We can't legislate heritage preservation. It must be something that its own people first truly want before it is imposed on the population. I'm going to just stop right there as well, because that's probably like a third of the comment. Yeah, I was going to yeah. Um, Henry has immediately been like, not being flippant or dismissive. Bro, you start a sentence with, but, I'm not being disrespectful. And he also puts three dots after that and then oh, but, which is just like, just oh, like, he bro, about, strat- he he about, about be, to go off. Uh, 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 as two black people here, I want to hear your position on when you hear somebody in a bar saying, nah, 
I'm not trying to be rude, but and it's like, oh lord, like and my, it's like they're looking at you, yeah. and it's like they'll be looking at somebody else talking, and then it's like, hey yo, but I'm not trying to be racist, no, but and it's like I'm not being racist, and my n word meter goes up by ninety exactly. percent, like it's coming. Exactly. It's gonna come at some stage. And it's just like all your non-black friends turn to look at you like, hey, what mm-hmm. are you about to do, Tabby? What are you about to do? What are you about to do? It's like, no, what are you about to do to stop this person? What are y'all about to do? I thought we were in this together. <laughs> so you said on social media. I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Back to Henwood's comment, though. He, he he says we can't legislate heritage preservation. Uh, but, I mean, on the flip side, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of laws and legislation that have led to the demise and destruction of heritage for maori oh yeah so i'm if you can legislate the other way i'm sure you can legislate heritage preservation oh with, without a doubt i mean there's literally the ministry of culture and heritage yeah exactly what do they do like, what but do that yeah exactly to continue on the comment henry says new zealand is mostly non-maori if we were to force a language, it should be Mandarin or Spanish or German or non-hip-hop or text language English. What? To force Māori on people, students would forget this after school. Let's stop there. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's the second part of the should, comment. Are we going to go off what people remember after school is what we should teach them? Oh, bruh. If so, like, I'm not sure. I can't remember much. <laughs> okay. oh, I'm sorry. And like, I have a degree. That's okay? what I'm saying. I'm saying not, let alone from university. Like, There's no way that I'm Sorry, mum. I remember everything from university. You're right. I'm sorry, mum. Mum, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. Damn, bro. Nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, New Zealand is mostly non-Maori. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Cool. If we were to force a language, it should be Mandarin or Spanish or German. Where did you Where did you go? Where did you go? Mandarin. Henry, where did you go? All right, that's a common one that you hear throughout the episode. Yeah. Or Spanish. Okay. Or German. What? We are. Where are you getting? Or non hip hop or text language English. I don't even know. I what don't know what hip hop language like. What is he is... talking? Ebonics. Is he oh, talking nah. whatever Playboy Cardi saying in Pain 1993? <laughs> <laughs> He's made, his Henwood just made slang and made, interpreted that as hip-hop text? Like, I, I don't okay. know. Well, let's let's remove that and put colloquialisms. Okay. Maybe we'll just say... I mean, colloquialisms are a part of every single language, though, yeah. so I don't know what Henwood's actually talking about. Well, maybe but. he's talking about text language English, which, may I just say, is the stupidest thing ever, because text language is literally written down yeah that's just a misspelling of <laughs> english and it happens in every culture yeah i don't know what anyone's talking about okay to get on to the last part not a single day of my working life i ever said man knowing today would have helped if maori want to preserve culture destroy gangs first oh. then the entitled blame culture then increase the levels of aspirations for maori other than being a rugby player that is a far better way to preserve a culture. Bro, there's so... I just love these massive comments. Because they be going down one path, and then it's like, gangs, My just wanting to be rugby God. players, and just mash it into one. And it's like, what? what is... I feel as though Henwood had a bad day, just wanted to get something off their chest. I hate doing this podcast at points like this. <laughs> you know what? I don't even blame you. What? For hating this podcast at these points. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I was... What do you, 
Because we just took a, t- a quick break. What did you think I was talking about? Bro, I can't even... Just reading these comments sometimes, I'm like, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. Like Every Saturday, we just like... Ugh. I am... Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the podcast. I love this. And I love learning more and also giving more education. But... By God, reading Henry's comment, <laughs> I feel like I regress a little bit. <laughs> and the and the last third of that comment, where it's like, get rid of the entitled blame culture. Get rid of, just flick the switch. Get better aspirations. Destroy and, gang. You forgot just, the destroy gangs. Destroy first. gangs. Where are you, Henry? Like Henwood. Where are you? Uh-huh. Destroying gangs will not preserve a culture. Yeah, and just the point of. Not a single day of my working life I've ever said, man, knowing today would have helped. Once again, that gives me such insight into how basic... I just don't believe that. Like, for a minute. At no point in your life, someone has said a today word to you that you didn't understand. Given, I'm assuming Henry doesn't understand a lot of Maori, Mm -hmm. based on the comment. Probably. So at no point in Henry's life has a word that Henry doesn't understand been said to them. It tells me so much about where Henry works. So, what's your what's your hypothesis? What's my hypothesis? Okay, I've worked a, a, a lot of jobs, and I think in eighty percent of them, we've had to use Tereo Maori at some stage. Yeah. At the most, you are a part of a pulfiti, and you, okay, you might have to do like a mihi. Um, you might have to introduce yourself with a pepeha. At the minimal. We're about to eat, say, a katakia. And nobody wants to be that dude who doesn't know a katakia yeah. and is asked to do one. And, like, I now know that Henry has never worked in any of those spaces. Yeah. Because, oh, man, knowing today would have helped. I don't think you, like, you have to know it to know it. Exactly. You know? Like, you don't know what you don't know. To be fair, one of the jobs that I've had when I was a pizza delivery boy... I, the only interaction I had was knocking on someone's door and handing them over a pizza. Now, I could have knocked on their door, handed over, said, Kia ora, here's your pizza. But I just went, oh, hi, hello, here's your pizza type thing. Right. But so even in that point, I could have introduced Tadao into my day-to-day life. Of course. So I'm sure if Henwood tried, Henwood could. And his day might also be a little bit better. Exactly. You know, because, yeah, once again, you don't know when you don't try. And... Nice pizza delivery boy. I didn't know that about you. Didn't you? I think I think I did. Yeah, I told you. It was a type of thing where like I would have told you earlier on. You just locked it away and just a random yeah. bit of yeah. You good? Hey, it's good to know. Hey, thank you. I kind of get the impression that Henwood is reluctant to speak today and has some form of fear towards it. Right? I mean, don't worry. In the first two lines, he said he's not being flippant or dismissive. Oh, actually, my bad. Yeah, exactly. No, no Henwood would want to, but you. Yeah. Uh, but I think you are right. Eh? I mean, nobody's gonna go off on an article about an early childhood educator <laughs> teaching young New Zealanders how to speak an official language of the country. If they weren't a little bit insecure about it. A little bit. A little bit reluctant to be like, I don't want to speak this. Um, and I think it it sort of gives a breadth of a lot of these comments that are, yeah, they're a little bit reluctant to speak because I think they feel as if it's a political action. And I, we, we know that, as you talked about with the debate as well, Jacinda Ardern is all for making Tereo Māori compulsory in schools. Yeah. And National opposed that. Um, for various reasons and, and reasons which you know are 
values in their system. Mm, and we're not going to get into that at this point. but No, no. But now it seems as if if you're like, oh, I want to be, I like, I want Trail to be compulsory in schools. It's like, oh, you must be a labor supporter or a green supporter. It's like, no, 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 no. This isn't politicized. This is just my value of what I believe in. And when you politicize an issue, it polarizes it and people are either for or against it. And at that point, you're not necessarily having a conversation. It's a debate. And that's... Oh, yeah. And I could get into that, but my, like okay this is like this little political theory right where it's a party gaining um a lot of the population and a part of someone's national identity so for example labor being like yo today Māori should be compulsory in schools a lot of the nation will be like yo that's us some of the nation will be like yo no yeah. i don't want that and then they feel as if new zealand is not the nation that is growing if you get me mm. and so that is it's the start of the break of a nation Right when a party is going off or valuing something and politicizing an event, and and then they break up, they break up the entire. Interesting. Yeah, 1981 Spring Bar tour happened as well. Absolutely. Robert Muldoon was like, Robert Muldoon was like, yo, y'all keep playing rugby, and a lot of people were like, no, <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, yeah. And the nation, they got into fights. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not get into that though. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. Also, Henry doesn't deserve that. <laughs> um, we're going to leave that comment where it is, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Next article we're going to look at is from News Hub. Now, if you listen to the last episode, we're Bro, not... You can't be saying last episode. Uh, okay. The previous episode. If you listen to a previous episode, you will understand that we we don't have a beef with News Hub. We I want to really that don't. Well, that needs to be good. We don't have beef with News Hub. There is no beef with News Hub. It's just that some of their stuff that they have published has been really clickbaity, and we hate it. <laughs> we don't hate News Hub as an organization. Of course not. I'm sure there's some great people. There's there. some great stuff, and I'm sure that they're just doing what they got to do for a check. But Absolutely. the entire mission of what MediaWorks is trying to do with News Hub, miss us with that. Yeah. Done with it. Now, the article is headlined, We Had a Duty, Top School on Introducing Compulsory Tereo Māori. And the tagline says, Getting people to understand Maori culture is vital to all New Zealanders, Auckland Grammar's principal says. This was published in 2017, and the article is about Auckland Grammar School announcing that they will be making Te Reo Maori compulsory at a level. Right? Now, uh, now, the headline says it's introducing compulsory Te Reo Maori. The article says... For year nines, it will be compulsory. Oh, I, I see yeah. news up. Yeah, it's a compulsory subject for all of the year nines coming in. Okay? Yeah. Not a compulsory subject throughout the whole school. Yeah, I see news up. You see, you know, they know what they're doing. I just, I, once again, we don't hate them. We don't hate, but we don't I, hate so them. We see what you're doing. Hey, look, get your check. Get your bread. Don't respect them. <laughs> First comment is from Chumji. Chumji says... Ah, how far grammar has fallen under this new headmaster. Bloody useless. There are infinite other subjects which would be a better use of students' time. And then he's got, like, that little straight face emoji. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to give credit where people chucking in emojis. Yeah, absolutely. So how have grammar's grades gone? Have they gone down... Grammar's, grammar's still one of the best schools in the Auckland region as well as in the country. But yeah. also, we don't use deciles anymore. Mm. I mean, <laughs> deciles were... Uh, like a a rating that 
we gave schools based on the socioeconomic yeah. thing around the school, which didn't make any sense anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, grammar's fine. They haven't gone down. They're they gonna keep it moving. They yeah. read this comment like, "Ah, we gonna keep it moving." This was also the first, uh, like, one of the first moves for the new headmaster. Oh, I see. So he came in with the "Yo, this is what we doing this, now. This is how we doing now." Ah, ha ha. Um, and also like infinite other subjects. I checked Auckland Grammar's like website. Yeah, they have the infinite other <laughs> subjects. There are so yeah. many subjects. Like I've never done like something like pottery. They they offer Latin. Do they? Yeah, they got pottery. Latin. No, I'm more sure about pottery. You really? Yeah. Well, I, we offered Latin at my school. I almost feel like pottery is one of those things that's just like, okay, three kids might do it. <laughs> if you give me. But to be fair, pottery would be really soothing. Ooh. Like, it, I reckon it'd be good self care, honestly. Yo, you put on some tune. Bro, we, we should, should go do a pottery yeah, we could class. Do some, bro, we should go do a pottery class. Pottery oh. class, season three. <laughs> Live from the pottery class. <laughs> I made a vase. <laughs> Um, no Chumji uh, the infinite other subjects are there and if they are a better use of the students time let the students decide that Yeah, you know if the students want to after year 9 go go through and be like alright well I want to learn more today on Maori let them do that yeah. if they want to study the infinite other subjects that you've listed <laughs> they will <laughs> they also do that, do that too. but it's probably better to give them a choice isn't yeah. it hmm. next comment is from Peter Peter says lame why not make learning a useful language compulsory dot 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 like Mandarin. Yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything in the article about Mandarin? Because, I mean, the person who wrote the article must have been like, or the headmaster actually would have been like, people are definitely going to complain about Mandarin. Oh, it's yeah. the most common, like, oh, well, if you're going to check to the Mandarin schools, make sure they do Mandarin. Oh, man. In fact, yeah. Uh, in the article, and I quote, the headmaster says, we undertook a review of the curriculum in 2015, and one of the strong threads that came through at the point in time was that we should be introducing mandarin for various reasons including the impact on trade he then goes on to say at that point in time the question we asked ourselves was and listen closely I... was why would we not introduce tadeo into school before we introduced another language such as mandarin so they literally got ahead of it. They were like, we know people are going to complain. No, y'all going to say Mandarin. Mandarin. So we also going to put Tadeo in there. And the thing is, we're not saying that we shouldn't be learning Mandarin, but I think at some point in time, you need to put identity and culture oh, over yeah. economics. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, like, we can't strive without having, you know, a footprint to be remembered for, absolutely. right? Like, we have to have a personality if we're going to go out there and get anything. I mean, if you're going to go overseas and people ask, oh, tell me about New Zealand. Yeah. You're going to want to be able to speak a what little you bit of tell them? What you, we, we play rugby. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys do the haka. Uh, what's oh. that about? They go ask you doing it's like, I'm not. Uh-oh. Nah. Yeah, like, one of the reasons that we learned the haka, and I remember when we did learn it uh, at Kansai College, school? Yeah. yeah, our teacher said, that his sibling, his sibling, sorry, his son and daughter went to Italy and they performed the haka in front of people who were rugby like fans and just wanted to see it. And they were like, we're not going to do like kamate, but like, here's the haka from Kataya. And it was, that's beautiful. That's fantastic, right? And they, and they were videoed and stuff doing it. And that was like one of the biggest like draw points for us of like, yo, if we go anywhere, we're going to know this. Yeah. It's blessed. And the haka still comes out like every time, like, I don't know. I was at the 21st the other year and there were like five of us from Katai and I was like, all right. We'll, that's real. That's yeah. cool. That's like we, we all know that we yeah, all know you it. Yeah, you all know so. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So 
it's it's such a part of that identity of, of being a Kiwi and you wouldn't want to as you said go overseas and be like um uh Kia Kia uh oh next comment is from Jonathan Jonathan says okay so it's an official language of New Zealand but so is sign language does that mean all our kids are forced into that with some importance as Maori John, you are so, so close. So close. So we, close. We get these comments a lot where they they just miss the point. They just, yeah. This is the worst argument ever. <laughs> I want to I wanna put that out there that John should read more books. <laughs> because we, we see this time and time again where people are like, oh, well, if we're going to do this, then shouldn't should we just we do, do this? this? And let me, let me put out the biggest example right now on the internet of, oh, well... I see you posting stuff about black people that are killed by the police, but don't you know that white people are also killed by the police? <laughs> and it's like, yes, that is correct. <laughs> so that so you agree that police, police are the problem. Be, and they shouldn't be killing people. You're correct. Yeah, we yeah. agree. Oh, okay, cool. If, now let's move on from this. If yeah. I had a kid and someone was like, oh, you let them learn Māori. Oh, well, why don't you just let them learn sign language? He's like, yeah, that's next. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. They're going to finish this course. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Alk and Grammar were like, all right, and next we're going to do sign language. I'd like, be like, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, John, you're absolutely great. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we should just incorporate both because yeah. they're all three of our names. What are the the numbers on people in New Zealand who can speak uh, today of slash uh, sign language? Uh, don't worry, I got you, but I want to... Also, do you speak sign language? No, you don't. Oh, that's a how great do question. You... Yo, someone's going to be at home like, what an idiot! <laughs> but I don't know how you yeah. would actually... It's your episode to get cancelled. <gasps> <laughs> Um, I don't I, know. If you you can, sign. You, I think I you guess sign. you sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Okay, well, on your numbers, uh, Tereo Māori has fifty thousand Kiwis that can speak proficiently, right? Yeah. Um, and New Zealand Sign Language has twenty thousand that yeah. can sign proficiently. Yeah. Now, we all know how amazingly peer-reviewed these census stats are, so. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I did a little bit of my own research. Nice. Um, there's approximately eleven thousand people who would qualify as deaf, um, yeah. who use New Zealand Sign Language as their primary form of communication. Now, approximately, as I said, twenty thousand people use it. Those other nine thousand are probably, you know, people who friends and family. Yeah, yeah, support people, and and also probably a percentage of people who wanted to learn the language to be. Uh, I don't want to say a better Kiwi, but also... More inclusive. Yeah, and and also better employment opportunities. You know, you you see people who, I know in my office, there are people that know sign language. And I'm like, oh, like... That's that's very cool. Like, why? They were like, oh, I had a free summer. (laughs) I I wish I was was on that level of like, I had a free summer. Let me learn something. Exactly, exactly. But when when we talk about just the 20,000 people that know New Zealand sign language... Um, that is a, a necessity for them, correct? Yeah. Because they are unable to hear. Yeah. So they need that language to, you know... Communicate. To, to communicate. And yes, we should all be learning this, Jonathan, to accommodate those people. Yeah. So maybe we should also accommodate the people that were here first. <laughs> hey, I see, I see what you're doing there. I see. You know, because there's also more than 50,000 of them. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, that's it's such a stupid argument, Jonathan. And and the same thing with like the all lives matter. It's like yeah, yeah. correct. Black lives matter too. Yes, that and is. the thing is, New Zealand is such a monolingual language. Like we have one of the highest rates of people who can only speak one language. So, today, yeah, absolutely. I mean, today, sign language. We should be trying to learn all of them. But firstly, we gotta 
remember the culture, the heritage, the what makes us who we are. Facts. I facts. Couldn't have put that better myself. So I guess that is such a, a such a big conversation, right? And I know we're having it outside of this podcast as well about compulsory te reo Māori. Yeah, man. And also the incorporation of other languages and what is actually our national identity. Um, but I almost felt like, you know, people like John who are like, well, if we're not going to learn, you know, this, we might as well learn this. I almost wonder how they feel about, you know, seeing Treo Māori everywhere. Brands incorporating it. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you ever think they drive through Whangarei and call it Wangarei? Probably. Probably. Like, prob- like probably. Probably. And, and like, I mean, on purpose, too. <laughs> like, on purpose, too. Like, they look... This episode is focused on Tewiki o Te Reo Māori, which, as you can imagine, is quite a lengthy topic. So what we've done is we've split this up into two parts. So you're listening to part one right now. Just be aware that there is a second part on another episode. If you hear this sound, it means we've moved on to the next article. If you hear this sound... It means that one of the episode's triggers are incoming. It's 1987. The Prime Minister right now is David Longy, with the Deputy Prime Minister being Sir Geoffrey Palmer. The first World Cup was just held for rugby, kind of cementing rugby as a professional sport. The All Blacks won it, of course. And also in this year, the lotto was also drawn for the first time. And in 1987, Black Monday occurred. Which, funnily enough, is called Black Tuesday in Australia and New Zealand because of the time difference. But Wall Street crashed. But one of the most important parts in 1987, which some people call too late, Tereo Māori was officially a language in New Zealand in July. That's right, the Māori Language Act made Tereo Māori an official language in New Zealand. And the fact that the first World Cup for rugby was held in 1987 was called a little bit too late by some people who were critics. In the same light, Treo Māori was brought in a little bit too late as an official language of New Zealand. Welcome to 1987. This week on Unpack, we'll take a look at Treo Māori. And without further ado, let's unpack. How are you doing this week, Tabby? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. It's yeah, a beautiful were, set. Actually, nah, it's kind of it's got nah. Because you see, we recorded recently. You did that same thing where it's like, let's go straight into the episode, but then you actually asked how I was, so I'm prepared. Yeah, I'm prepared is, for everything, man. It is a nice day outside. No, it's not, bro. It's overcast. Wow. I was about to say that's overcast. Don't paint it as it's not, bro. You know what? You're right. I mean, hey, thanks for fact checking me. Hey, it's all good. That's what I'm here for, babe. <laughs> So, throughout this episode, we're going to focus on uh, a lot of different events from a lot of different years. Yeah. Uh, Tewikio Te Reo Māori is, uh, for those who do not know, a week um, where Te Reo Māori as a language is not just emphasized, uh, but sort of trying to be more normalized into communication. So, you see a lot of big companies do um, 
sort of change their websites into Reo Māori. A lot of the telecommunications company changed it from New Zealand to Aotearoa on the top left, which wasn't received well by, by I think, someone called Sally on the internet. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. and all the telecommunications companies went in. It's so I, good. I think it wasn't it just, yeah, someone, I can't remember who was it. I don't want to say names, but yeah, yeah it was, it was saying, wild. This is New Zealand. And then this they were like, I'm going to change companies. And the other companies were like, well, 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 kia ora. Let's imagine, talk about this. Imagine getting mad that someone else is speaking a different language. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wild. Well, without further ado, let's let's pop onto the first article from July thirty first, two thousand and fifteen, uh, from Stuff. Uh, the article has ten k likes. Ooh, yeah, that's popping. That's, that's popping. That is a popping, popping article. Shout out Stuff. And the headline is: Learning Tadeo needs to be compulsory in primary schools. Educator says, uh, and the tagline is: Should Tadeo Maori be compulsory in New Zealand primary schools? Which, hey, I gotta hand it to Stuff. Headline and tagline, nice. Nice, no clickbait. We're no just clickbait. Straight to the chase. Very connected. What exactly. do y'all think? Here's the question. And it's a question that's been, I think, around since 1987. Absolutely. I mean, it was literally asked at the political debate a couple of weeks ago to Jacinda and Judith. Yeah. Like, this has been a, a very big debating topic for the last three decades. Like, it's probably time we found some answers. Yeah, let's look at some answers. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're going to deliver them, but... Nah, I was, I was like, are we really about to give them the answers to the question? Yeah, I mean, we, we know what we believe, but... Yeah, exactly. Uh, to give you a little bit more background on the article, it's actually uh, written on an early childhood educator named Hannah Corbett. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And how she's incorporating Tadeo Māori into her teaching, you know, starting the language from an early age. Beautiful, beautiful. You gotta you got love it. First question we're going to look at is from Angela. Angela says... Absolutely, yes. Tereo should be treasured. There are many benefits of making it compulsory in schools. Completely agree. I mean, so she's so right. Uh, just a few benefits. It's literally in the national identity. Mm. It gives us something. I mean, it's one of our official languages. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, can you... I mean, not to ask you over, over air, but like, would you feel comfortable in, you know, just saying kia over yeah. the phone or like saying a few like phrases and stuff because i know i know i'm from kaitai so i definitely am more privileged in this sense mm. now at school growing up it wasn't really a big part of our education our experience but i think since coming back to wellington and kind of learning a bit not only about the language but about the culture surrounding it i think that's where the beauty comes because when you learn a bit about a language you learn about the entire culture surrounding it exactly exactly and, and you get into like maori mythology and like Absolutely. like maui and this like come on like you gotta you gotta love those things so so definitely a part of our national identity um and angela's right you know it should be treasured um i, I remember we, we talked about this a few weeks ago when we were researching this isn't there something about like learning a language from an early age yeah or? it really it opens up a different part of your brain and it's a lot easier to actually learn a language when you're a child so once you learn one another language you can learn another one and another one and as when you're a child it's the best time to learn so child or children are superhuman next comment is from samuel Samuel says, primary schools need to teach kids how to read, write, and do maths properly before they start thinking about teaching Tadeo. Is there a cap on like what you can learn? I don't know. As if primary schools aren't already teaching kids how to read, write, That's and crazy. do maths. That's like, crazy. Like you reckon they got time for nothing else? Not bad. Isn't Will that you? what they do? 20. <sighs> also, Tadeo has its own literacy and numeracy system. Mmm. Like, it does, it does. Like, what do you... I don't know what Sam's up to. I don't know what Sam's up to. Sam's really getting that. But 
just to run the numbers, um, as, as you know, we did. Um, did you know there's actually no peer-reviewed census uh, stats for literacy? So we can't actually determine how well we're doing as a country for literacy and numeracy. I tried to find it, and I found... What did you, what did you find? I found this one, like, census. I think it was from, like, 2005. How are we doing? And 99%. Which has no, gotta that's be not, false. That's not. That's that's not it. That's which has gotta be false. I'm not sure about that one, chief. Like, we need to, let's run those numbers again. Let's let's I'm, run it back. I'm not trying to like dumb it down or anything. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that New Zealand are like not great at this, but like, come on. Yeah, that and it's it's funny you're talking about this because a couple weeks ago at the debate, somebody asked Jacinda about getting today in schools. Yeah, and she actually raised a good point that to get today in schools, they'll need to teach teachers how to speak to them and the different tools and systems around that. And I was like, that's actually a very good point because Damn. I think people's view of getting it in schools is very short term that, Oh, you can do it straight away versus who's going to teach them. Now I'm not saying that we shouldn't prioritize it, but it's probably more of a long term goal than it is next year, next couple of years type thing. Oh yeah. I've actually never thought about that. I didn't think about it until I saw it on the debate and I was like, Oh, that's crazy. We can't just get this in 2021? That's I get, wild. It's not really a flip the switch type thing. I nah, get that. No, it's not. Now. It's okay. not. they got to develop a curriculum. They got And these are all things we should do and should have been doing for a long period of time. I'm definitely not saying that. It's just we need to maybe change our view of how long it may take. Yeah, exactly. This may be like a, a, a gradual shift. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, I guess it starts here with the, the childhood teacher that we're talking about right now. 100%. Hannah Corbett. Like, yeah, start from here. Um, at least Hannah's, you know, very privileged in knowing the Te Reo Māori language and knows it enough to teach it. Mm. Uh, that's fantastic. So, paki paki to Hannah. Not, not this comment. <laughs> Next comment is from Richard. Richard says, no thanks, no point in flogging a dead horse. Bruh. I've hardly heard anyone speak fluent Māori apart from Māori news on TV1 at 4pm while waiting for the case. Most of my Māori mates only know the basic words you hear and need to know in day-to-day life, which is enough to humor the language. Can we get it? Which, may I also just add that this is the first full stop. Um, <laughs> Bro, I thought you said, now nah, you lying, there's a full stop after dead horse. Yeah, but that's not even a real sentence. <laughs> it should be strictly an option, the same with religious learning. If I had slash when I have kids, I'd much rather they concentrate on a study more needed in day-to-day life regardless of what anyone is saying. And call me all the names under the sun, Maori language is not one of those needed. There's a lot to digest. A lot to digest. The, the whole Richard. dead horse thing is kind of wild. Yeah, what are they? It's not a dead horse, it's a language. <laughs> like, usually people are like, don't flog a dead horse, of like an idea. Yeah. But this is an entire nah, language that also has a week dedicated to it. Yeah. Since like forever, like come yeah, on, yeah, Richard. I don't know you. I don't know that. what you're talking about, Richard. Um, also, I know you love the stat stuff. This is kind of I want to break down this comment a lot, but this oh, is go. slightly confirmation bias because he's like most of my Maori mates. Yeah, when when you start a sentence with well, most of my friends, it's like nah. Well, I'm not. A- if we're trying to have a proper discussion or argument, I'm not like leaning into that as valid evidence. That doesn't tell us anything. No, you know because. 
you may have three Māori mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that doesn't that doesn't tell us anything that about you talk to anyway. like once a month, and maybe they're not even comfortable talking to you because they see you on social media stating this. Bro, look at what Richard bro. just commented again, bro. Richard, man, I'd be trying to get him with the crew, but he's just <laughs> can't invite him this time. Which is probably why he's always watching the the case. The case, maybe <laughs> talking about the chase as well. I hope I'll he's know. About I'll the know. Chase. Maybe the case is a good show, but the chase is like a decent show. So. I, gotta, I actually have to check if the case. Cases are for sure. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Oh, the case is a British television series. Oh, I, ah, Richard, okay, that's cool. on us, Richard. We we take L's and we deserve them. We'll take that L. Damn, I didn't actually understand that, but um, <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't hear anybody speak it except for our Maori news on TV One at four p.m., which I think is just a that tells us a lot about Richard. Yeah. Do you, okay, I don't want to get weird here, but you, like, you ever see like one of these big comments and like, I've unlocked so much about your life that you just kind of just slipped <laughs> in this comment. Like, you didn't even know, but the fact that you're at home at 4 p.m. watching TV One tells me about your occupation. Yeah. Okay? And it also tells me where you're living that you turn to Maori News at 4 p.m. Mm, absolutely. When people come, as you said, when you see a paragraph coming, you're like, I'm going to dissect I'm your a, life. I'm like, what is this. going on? Yeah. Also, Richard doesn't have any kids because he said, if I had slash when yeah. I have. Also kind of implies that he's not really planning to anytime soon. So I'm guessing Richard doesn't have a partner. Bro, okay. You need a, you need a chill. You need a chill. I have pages of notes on <laughs> I can keep going Bro, please don't. Let Richard live. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so his argument is that only basic is needed and Maori isn't one of those like you know needed like what what's a necessary language to Richard you know because he, he's, he's talking about when I have kids I'd much I'd much rather them learn a necessary language mm. so I looked up what would be a a necessary language right um and it's really defined as a, a language which is able to be used for a a practical purpose right so so a conversation no nah, I'm, I'm wild you right now no, no, a I'm conversation right. would you know, practical, suffice. Yeah, maybe practical. Mm. Yeah, um, especially for maybe business purposes, mm. um, uh, spiritual, religious purposes. Um, languages that are not useful, for example. Do you mean not necessary? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. You Thank go. you for that. Um, you. Languages that are not necessary are, for example, Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and Elvish. Uh, I don't even know Elvish. I think that is from Lord of the Rings oh, or Skyrim. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Klingon is from Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, so these are languages that are built off of fandom, and you know, people watching them and being like, okay, this is this is what the Klingon people are saying. Let's match these words and sentence structures and all of that. I wonder whether a language like Latin, how that would fit in that definition, because I mean, we talked about it a while ago how our school crests have a Latin phrase on them. I mean, mine is, and I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, but no one else probably speaks Latin, so can't fact check me. Uh, Lumen Accupate Etimperti, receive the light and pass it on. That's a long like, one as well. Yeah, it is. Does that make it necessary that it's on a lot of school crests? I don't know. My old one was Labor Omnia Vincit. Do you know um, what that means? Uh, it means... Bro, why are you Googling? Why are you swimming? Uh, why are you swimming, uh, bro? You don't have that off top? Uh, ma'am, can I have a few more minutes? <laughs> Uh, it actually it actually means steady work overcame all things or work conquers all. Oh, which, I like that. That's nice. We didn't know that though. <laughs> I, I wish they had told us that instead <laughs> At of school. It might have been helpful instead yeah. of in Latin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know if Latin would really. 
But anyway, this is beside the point. Yeah. Right? They're saying an episode on, Latin, on the usefulness of Latin. Oh, man. Now I want to read about Latin. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> Latin. Next comment is from Henrod. And, and please buckle in your seatbelts for this one. There's uh, another... You're going back-to-back long comments? Yeah. Hi, bro. I'm going to get cozy. Yeah. I mean, did you see the article that we read out? Of course it's going to be paragraph yeah, comments. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Henrod says, No. Useless language with no practical use. Most Māori don't speak it. Not being flippant or dismissive, but it's a language that even most of its own people don't choose to learn. We can't legislate heritage preservation. It must be something that its own people first truly want before it is imposed on the population. I'm going to just stop right there as well, because that's probably like a third of the comment. Yeah, I was going to yeah. Um, Henry has immediately been like, not being flippant or dismissive. Bro, you start a sentence with, I'm not being disrespectful. And he also puts three dots after that and then oh, but, which just like, just oh, like, he bought a strap. He bought about to go off. Uh, 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 as two black people here, I want to hear your position on when you hear somebody in the bar saying, nah, I'm not trying to be rude, but, and it's like, oh, Lord. Like, and my, it's like, they're looking at you. Yeah. And it's like, they'll be looking at somebody else talking. And then it's like, hey, yo, but I'm not trying to be racist, nah, but, and it's like, I'm not being racist. And my N-word meter goes up by 90%. Exactly. Like, it's coming. Exactly. It's going to come at some stage. And it's just like, all your non-black friends turn to look at you like, hey, what mm-hmm. are you about to do, Tabby? What are you about to do? What are you about to do? It's like, no, what are you about to do to stop this person? What are y'all about to do? I thought we were in this together. <laughs> so you said on social media. I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Back to Henward's comment, though. He, he he says, we can't legislate heritage preservation. Uh- but I mean, on the flip side, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of laws and legislation that have led to the demise and destruction of heritage for Maori. Oh yeah. So I'm. If you can legislate the other way, I'm sure you can legislate heritage preservation. Oh, uh, with, without a doubt. I mean, there's literally the Ministry of Culture and Heritage. Yeah, exactly. What do they do? Like, what but I, that. Yeah, exactly. To continue on the comment, Henry says. New Zealand is mostly non-Maori. If we were to force a language, it should be Mandarin or Spanish or German or non-hip-hop or text language English. What? To force Maori on people, students would forget this after school. Let's stop there. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's the second part of the should, comment. Are we going to go off what people remember after school is what we should teach them? Oh, bruh. If so, like, I'm not sure. I can't remember much. <laughs> okay. oh, I'm sorry. And like, I have a degree. That's okay? what I'm saying. And I'm saying, not, let alone from university. Like, There's no way. That I'm sorry, mum. I remember everything from university. You're right. I'm sorry, mum. Mum, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. Damn, bro. Nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, New Zealand is mostly non-Maori. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Cool. If we were to force a language, it should be Mandarin or Spanish or German. Where did you Where did you go? Where did you go, Mandarin? Henry, where did you go? All right, that's a common one that you hear throughout the episode. Yeah. Or Spanish? Okay. Or German? What? We are. Where are you getting? Or non hip hop or text language English. I don't even know. I what don't know what hip hop language like. What is he is... talking? Ebonics. Is he oh, talking nah. whatever Playboy Cardi saying in Pain 1993? <laughs> <laughs> He's made, his Henry just made slang and made, interpreted that as hip-hop text. 
Like, I don't okay. know. Well, let's let's remove that and put colloquialisms. Okay. Maybe we'll just say... I mean, colloquialisms are a part of every single language, though, yeah. so I don't know what he was actually talking about. Well, maybe but. he's talking about text language English, which, may I just say, is the stupidest thing ever, because text language is literally written down. Yeah. That's just a misspelling of... <laughs> English and it happens in every culture. Yeah, I don't know what anyone's talking about. Okay, to get on to the last part. Not a single day of my working life I ever said, man, knowing today would have helped. If Maori want to preserve culture, destroy gangs first. Oh. Then the entitled blame culture, then increase the levels of aspirations for Maori other than being a rugby player. That is a far better way to preserve a culture. Bro, there's so... I just love these massive comments. Because they be going down one path, and then it's like, gangs, My just wanting to be rugby God. players, and just mash it into one. And it's like, what, what is... I feel as though Henwood had a bad day, just wanted to get something off their chest. I hate doing this podcast at points like this. <laughs> you know what? I don't even blame you. What? For hating this podcast at these points. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I was... Because we just took a, t- a quick break. What do you think I was talking about? Bruh, I can't even... Just reading these comments sometimes, I'm like, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. Like Every Saturday, we just like... Ugh. I am... Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the podcast. I love this. And I love learning more and also giving more education. But... By God, reading Henry's comment, <laughs> I feel like I regress a little bit. And the and the last third of that comment where it's like, get rid of the entitled blame culture. Get rid of, just flick the switch. Get better aspirations. Destroy and, gang. You forgot to destroy gangs. Destroying gangs. Where are you, Henry? Henry. Where are you? Uh-oh. Destroying gangs will not preserve a culture. Yeah, and just the point of. Not a single day of my working life I've ever said, man, knowing today would have helped. Once again, that gives me such insight into how basic... I just don't believe that. That's like, for so a minute. That at no point in your life, someone has said a today or word to you that you didn't understand. Given, I'm assuming Hindu doesn't understand a lot of Maori, mm-hmm. based on the comment. Probably. So at no point in Hindu's life has a word that Hindu doesn't understand been said to them. It tells me so much about where Henry works. So, what's your what's your hypothesis? What's my hypothesis? Okay, I've worked a, a, a lot of jobs, and I think in eighty percent of them, we've had to use Tereo Maori at some stage. Yeah. At the most, you are a part of a pulfity, and you, okay, you might have to do like a mihi. Um, you might have to introduce yourself with a pipiha. At the minimal. We're about to eat, say, a katakia. And nobody wants to be that dude who doesn't know a katakia and is asked to do one. And, like, I now know that Henry has never worked in any of those spaces. Yeah. Because, oh, man, knowing Stereo would have helped. I don't think you, like, you have to know it to know it. Exactly. You know? Like, you don't know what you don't know. To be fair, one of the jobs that I've had when I was a pizza delivery boy... I, the only interaction I had was knocking on someone's door and handing them over a pizza. Now, I could have knocked on their door, handed over, said, Kia ora, here's your pizza. But I just would have thought, hi, hello, here's your pizza type thing. Right. But so even in that point, I could have introduced Tadeo into my day-to-day life. Of course. So I'm sure if Henwood tried, Henwood could. And his day might also be a little bit better. Exactly. You know, because 
yeah, once again, you don't know when you don't try. And nice pizza delivery boy, I didn't know that about you. Didn't you? I think I think I did. Yeah, I told you. It was a type of thing where like I would have told you earlier on, you just locked it away in just a random yeah. bit of, yeah, you good. Hey, it's good to know. Hey, thank you. I kind of get the impression that Henwood is reluctant to speak today and has some form of fear towards it, right? I mean, don't worry. In the first two lines, he said he's not being flippant or dismissive. Oh, actually, my bad. Yeah, exactly. No, no Henwood, Henwood would want to, but... Yeah. Uh, but I think you are right, eh? I mean, nobody's going to go off on an article about an early childhood educator <laughs> teaching young New Zealanders how to speak an official language of the country. If they weren't a little bit insecure about it. A little bit. A little bit reluctant to be like, I don't want to speak this. Um, and I think it it sort of gives a breadth of a lot of these comments that are, yeah, they're a little bit reluctant to speak because I think they feel as if it's a political action. And I, we, we know that, as you talked about with the debate as well, Jacinda Ardern is all for making today Māori compulsory in schools. Yeah. And National opposed that um, for various reasons and, and reasons which, you know, are values in their system. Mm, and, and we're not going to get into that at this point. But. N- no, no. But now it seems as if, if you're like, oh, I want to be, I, like, I want Treo to be compulsory in schools. It's like, oh, you must be a Labour supporter or a Green supporter. It's like, no, 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 no. This isn't politicized. This is just my value of what I believe in. And when you politicize an issue, it polarizes it and people are either for or against it. And at that point, you're not necessarily having a conversation. It's a debate and that's... Oh, yeah. And I could get into that, but my like okay this is like this little political theory right where it's a party gaining um a lot of the population and a part of someone's national identity so for example labor being like yo today Māori should be compulsory in schools a lot of the nation will be like yo that's us some of the nation will be like yo no i don't want that and then they feel as if new zealand is not the nation that is growing if you get me Mm. and so that is it's the start of the break of a nation Right when a party is going off or valuing something and politicizing an event, and and then they break up, they break up the entire. Interesting. Yeah, nineteen eighty one Springbok tour happened as well. Absolutely. Robert Muldoon was example. like, Robert Muldoon was like, yo, y'all keep playing rugby, and a lot of people were like, no, <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, yeah. And the nation, they got in the fights. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not get into that though. <laughs> That's a whole other Because also, Henry doesn't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to leave that comment where it is, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next article we're going to look at is from News Hub. Now, if you listen to the last episode, we're no, not... you can't be saying last episode. Oh, okay. A previous episode. If you listen to a previous episode, you will understand that we we don't have a beef with News Hub. We I want really to don't. That, that needs to be good. We don't have beef with News Hub. There is no beef with News Hub. It's just that some of their stuff that they have published have been really clickbaity, and we hate it. <laughs> we don't hate News Hub as an organization. Of course not. I'm sure there's some great people. There's there. some great stuff, and I'm sure that they're just doing what they got to do for a check. But Absolutely. the entire mission of what MediaWorks is trying to do with News Hub, miss us with that. Yeah. Done with it. Now, the article is headlined, We Had a Duty, Top School on Introducing Compulsory Tereo Māori. And the tagline says, Getting people to understand Maori culture is vital to all New Zealanders, Auckland Grammar's principle says. And this was published in 2017, and the article is about 
Auckland Grammar School announcing that they will be making Te Reo Māori compulsory at a level, right? No, <laughs> no. The headline says it's introducing compulsory Te Reo Māori. The article says for year nines it will be compulsory. Oh, I I yeah. see news up. Yeah, it's a compulsory subject for all of the year nines coming in. Okay. Yeah. Not a compulsory subject throughout the whole school. Yeah, I see news up. You see, you know, they know what they're doing. I just, I once again, we don't hate them. We don't hate, but we, don't I hate see, them. we see what you're doing. Hey, look, get your check, get your bread. Don't respect them. <laughs> First comment is from Chumji. Chumji says, "Ah, how far grammar has fallen under this new headmaster? Bloody useless. There are infinite other subjects which would be a better use of students' time." And then he's got like that little straight face emoji. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to give credit where people chuck in an emoji. Absolutely. So how have grammar's grades gone? Have they gone down? Grammar's, grammar's still one of the best schools in the Auckland region as well as in the country. But yeah. also, we don't use deciles anymore. Mm. I mean, deciles were uh, like a, a rating that we gave schools based on the socioeconomic thing around the school, which didn't make any sense anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But essentially, grammar's fine. They haven't gone down They're going to keep it moving. They read this comment like, ah, we're going to keep it moving. This was also the first, uh, like, one of the first moves for the new headmaster. Oh, I see. So he came in with the, yo, this is what we're doing now. This is how we're doing now. Uh Um, And also, like infinite other subjects i checked Auckland grammar's like website yeah they have the infinite other <laughs> subjects. there are so yeah. many subjects like i've never done like something like pottery they they, they offer latin do they yeah they got pottery? Latin. now i'm more sure about pottery you really yeah well I, we offered latin at my school i almost feel like pottery is one of those things that's just like okay three kids might do it <laughs> if you give me but to be fair pottery would be really soothing Ooh. like it i can be good self-care honestly Yo, you put should, on some tune, bro. We, we should, should go do to a pottery yeah, we go class. Do some, bro, we should go to a pottery class. Pottery pottery class. Season three. <laughs> Live from the pottery class. <laughs> I'm in a vase. <laughs> um, no, Chumji. Uh, the infinite other subjects are there. And if they are a better use of the students' time, let the students decide that. Yeah. You know, if the students want to, after year nine, go go through and be like, all right, well, I want to learn more today on Māori, let them do that. Yeah. If they want to study the infinite other subjects that you've listed, they will <laughs> they also do that. that too. But it's probably better to give them a choice, isn't yeah. it? Hmm. Next comment is from Peter. Peter says, lame, why not make learning a useful language compulsory? Dot, dot, dot. Like Mandarin. Yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything in the article about Mandarin? Because, I mean, the person who wrote the article must have been like, or the headmaster actually would have been like, people are definitely going to complain about Mandarin. Oh, it's yeah. the most common, like, oh, if you're going to check to the Mandarin schools, make sure they do Mandarin. Oh, man. In fact, yeah. Uh, in the article, and I quote, the headmaster says, we undertook a review of the curriculum in 2015, and one of the strong threads that came through at the point in time was that we should be introducing mandarin for various reasons including the impact on trade he then goes on to say at that point in time the question we asked ourselves was and listen closely i was why would we not introduce tadeo into school before we introduced another language such as mandarin so they literally got ahead of it. They were like, we know people going to complain. No, y'all going to say Mandarin, Mandarin. So we also going to put Tereo in there. And the thing is, we're not saying that we shouldn't be learning Mandarin, but I think at some point in time, you need to put identity and culture oh, over yeah. economics. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, like, we can't 
strive without having you know a footprint to be remembered for Absolutely. right like we have to have a personality if we're going to go out there and get anything i mean if you're going to go overseas and people ask oh tell me about new zealand yeah. You're gonna want to be able to speak a what little you bit tell them. What you, We we play rugby. Uh, oh yeah, you guys do the hacker. Uh, what's oh. that about? Uh-oh. They go ask you doing it's like I'm not. Uh oh. Nah. Yeah, like one of the reasons that we learned the hacker, and I remember when we did learn it uh, at Kaisa College. School? Yeah. yeah, our teacher said that his sib- oh, his sibling, sorry, his son and daughter went to Italy, and they performed the haka in front of people who were rugby like fans and just wanted to see it and they were like we're we're not going to do like kamate but like here's the haka from kataya and it was that's beautiful that's fantastic right and they they were videoed and stuff doing it and that was like one of the biggest like draw points for us like yo if we go anywhere we're gonna know this yeah it's blessed and the haka still comes out like every time like i don't know i was at the 21st the other year and there were like five of us from kataya i was like i would that's real. That's yeah. cool. That's like really we, cool. We all know that. We yeah, all know you it, all know so. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's such a part of that identity of, of being a Kiwi, and you wouldn't want to, as you said, go overseas and be like, um, uh, Kia, Kia, uh oh. Next comment is from Jonathan. Jonathan says, "Okay, so it's an official language of New Zealand, but so is sign language. Does that mean all our kids are forced into that with some importance as Maori?" John, you are so, so close. So close. So we, close. We get these comments a lot where they they just miss the point. They just yeah. This is the worst argument ever. <laughs> I wanna I wanna point that out there that John should read more books. <laughs> because we we see this time and time again where people are like, Oh, well if we're gonna do this, then shouldn't should we just we do, do this? this? And let me let me put out the biggest example right now on the internet of oh well. I see you posting stuff about black people that are killed by the police, but don't you know that white people are also killed by the police? <laughs> and it's like, yes, that is correct. <laughs> so that so you agree that police, police are the problem. Be, and they shouldn't be killing people. You're correct. Yeah, we yeah. agree. Oh, okay, cool. If, now let's move on from this. If yeah. I had a kid and someone was like, oh, you let them learn Māori. Oh, well, why don't you just let them learn sign language? He's like, yeah, that's next. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. They're going to finish this course. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Auckland Grammar were like, all right, and next we're going to do sign language. I'd like, be like, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact... John, you're absolutely great. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should just incorporate both because yeah. they're all three of our names. What are the, the numbers on people in New Zealand who can speak uh, today slash uh, sign language? Uh, don't worry, I got you, but I want to... Also, do you speak sign language? No, you don't. Oh, that's a great how do question. You, yo, someone's going to be at home like, what an idiot! <laughs> but I don't know how you yeah. would actually... It's your episode to get cancelled. <gasps> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, you, you sign. Can, you, I think I you guess sign. you sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Okay, well, on your numbers, uh, Tereo Māori has fifty thousand Kiwis that can speak proficiently, right? Yeah. Um, and New Zealand Sign Language has twenty thousand that yeah. can sign proficiently. Yeah. Now, we all know how amazingly peer-reviewed these census stats are, so. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I did a little bit of my own research. Nice. Um, there's approximately eleven thousand people who would qualify as deaf, um, yeah. who use New Zealand Sign Language as their primary form of communication. Now, approximately, as I said, twenty thousand people use it. Those other nine thousand are probably you know people who friends and family. Yeah, yeah, support people, and and also probably a percentage of people who wanted to learn the language to be 
uh, I, I don't want to say a better Kiwi, but also more for, inclusive. Yeah, and, and also better employment opportunities. You 100%. know, you, you see people who I know in my office, there are people that know sign language, and I'm like, oh, like, that's that's very cool. like why they were like, oh, I had a free summer. <laughs> I, like, I wish I was th- I was on that level of like yeah. I have a free summer. Let me learn something. Exactly, exactly. But when when we talk about just the twenty thousand uh, people that knows New Zealand sign language. Um, that is a, a necessity for them, correct? Yeah. Because they are unable to hear. Yeah. So they need that language to, you know... Communicate. To, to communicate. And yes, we should all be learning this, Jonathan, to accommodate those people. Yeah. So maybe we should also accommodate the people that were here first. <laughs> hey, I see, I see what you're doing there. I see. You know, because there's also more than 50,000 of them. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, that's it's such a stupid argument, Jonathan. And and the same thing with like the all lives matter. It's like yeah, yeah. correct. Black and lives matter too. Yes, that and is. the thing is, New Zealand is such a monolingual language. Like we have one of the highest rates of people who can only speak one language. So, today, damn, yeah, absolutely. I mean, today, sign language. We should be trying to learn all of them. But firstly, we gotta remember the culture, the heritage, the what makes us who we are. Facts facts couldn't put that better myself so i guess that is such a a, such a big conversation right and i know we're having it outside of this podcast as well about compulsory today of maori yeah man and also the incorporation of other languages and what is actually our national identity um but i almost felt like you know people like john who was like well if we're not gonna learn you know this we might as well learn this i always wonder how they feel about you know skiing Trail Māori everywhere. Brands incorporating it. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you ever think they drive through Whangarei and call it Wangare? Probably. Probably. Like, probably. Like, probably. Probably. And, and like, I mean, on purpose, too. <laughs> like, on purpose, too. Like, they look people down the eye like Wangare. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why? Like, <laughs> like why? I'm good. Like, you just have to do the. You don't even have to do yes, anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like. How do they feel about that? You know, the brands incorporating. I know you talked about the the cell phone provider that changed it to uh, Aotearoa instead yeah. of New Zealand. And people got mad. Yeah, man. Yeah, but you know why they mad? Because they can't make a buck off it. <laughs> That's true. And I'm just about to show you why. Next article is from Stuff. Did you just segue yourself? I just segue ah, myself. Clean. Yeah, that was the alley oop and the bang. Listen to the crowd. Oh my god, move on, bro. Stop. <laughs> This episode will be split up into two parts just because of how much we have to get through. So you're at the end of part one. Go on and listen to part two.